in the talk <laughs> <laughs> and we back fresh off of this commercial break courtesy of Jameson because we trying to get some swag up in this motherfucker but uh, we're going to take this shot right quick courtesy of Jameson for real shout out to you brother it's good to see you thank you thank you thank you for Thanks allowing again. us to uh, create this awesome dialogue amazing to be here um, um, man it's, it's cool to be back in LA it really is talking about all these cities you know we haven't really talked about LA and how beautiful it is and how how much opportunity is here yeah um you know you kind of have perfect climate hold up mm. ah. you have perfect climate Woo. you have everybody who's trying to be something moving to the same spot so you have like this this crazy pool of talent you have the ocean you have the big city lifestyle, mm-hmm. you have suburbs, you have literally everything you could ever want in like one city. Um, so whenever I come to LA, I'm very blessed, um, super blessed to be here. Like I'm, I love being in this city. It kind of empowers me and makes me think like I could do anything that I want. Um, and depending on what you do for a career, like, like especially if you're one of the creative types, I think LA is like, such a good place to start out mm-hmm. and at least get your dick kicked in a couple of times for yeah, the, you know so you can learn something you say get your dick kicked in <laughs> that's what happens here man like <laughs> like like every single person that's in the service industry in LA it's not it's not even a um, it's not even an exaggeration I worked for a restaurant here mm-hmm. um, in Beverly Hills for two months um, and this was probably like six months after they opened so they're pretty new all the servers were new um, every single person there was an actor like it was, it's real life. Like literally, everyone in LA is an actor that's going, um, or that's working in a restaurant, yeah. and all of these motherfuckers are so talented. Like there would be people belting out opera in the back, like the most beautiful sonnet you've ever heard in your entire life, with the most amazing voice, and they're they're filling up waters at tables for cash. Um, there'd be people that are actors that are in commercials. Like I just saw this guy that was a bartender at my spot. He was in the Amazon Alexa commercial. He was driving one of the cars. Um, so it's crazy. It's like everybody, everybody's kind of somebody in L.A. Um, it's it's kind of nice and it's humbling. Like you come here and you know, everybody's kind of talented. It's, it's, it's a great city. That everyday hustle and bustle, man. It, it is, yeah. yeah. Everyday hustle and bustle, man. But are you, so you're enjoying the time here. You're only here for a time for like... Three more hours. Three more hours. <laughs> Three more hours, and you're up out of here, bro. Yeah, um, this will be my. No, I guess I, uh, Hawaii will be my last city in America. Yeah. But um, no, I have a good connection with LA, and uh, I actually asked you if you were gonna stay here because I'm moving to LA when I come back from Sydney, Australia, mm-hmm. um, and I was really excited to to kind of come back and have friends mm-hmm. in, in the area, um, but. It's all good, man. I just, I, I, I love this city, and uh, I'm really glad that I'm spending the last little bit here. Yeah. You know, 
And you and you know, you know the win. You know one thing I, I can say, man. I get kind of emotional when I talk about this this piece uh, or just sharing stuff like this, man, because, you know, uh, the men and women of the armed forces, man, whether they got out, um, whatever circumstances or whatever situation, the men and women of, our, of, of the armed forces, the American, the, the US, United States of America armed forces are very unique. Very unique. Um, they, they built different, man. And, and, you know, you can drop us off anywhere, bro. You can drop us off in the middle of damn Albuquerque. Uh, that spot in New Mexico. I was trying to say that spot in New Mexico where they say they see all the aliens and shit. Oh, uh... No, that's this. Uh, is it Nevada? No, that's Reno. Uh, Reno uh, Area Fifty One. No, it's a, it's a city in New Mexico. Where Silver City. Uh-uh. Okay, I just threw one out. I, I had no know, idea. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Silver City. Silver City. <laughs> uh, that's that all I know. Like a game. Silver City. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that's the wrong number. <laughs> no, nah, but like. What is Silver City? No, no, right. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but nah, man. Like we, it's, we, we just it's it, we unique, man. Like you drop us off, man. In some of the craziest and awkward situations, man, we find a way, uh, and to, to to talk about you know just just going off of what you're saying, where you know you're moving back here, uh, bro. You you never know how things play out, man, because you know. Some I could be somewhere and be back this way, in yeah. a matter of a heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's funny how life does that. Man. Yeah, you know I have. There's been so many different times that I've had the ability to connect with old friends, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be you know their their path in life shifted to where you know they were able to come down to Tucson for a yeah. day yeah. and hang out with me like you did, or you know I was working on a boat. It was a cruise ship and I was a deckhand and I stopped off on two different ports. One was Juneau, Alaska and one was Port Townsend um, off the coast of Seattle on the San Juan Islands. And both of those stops, my two best friends from my childhood, mm-hmm. one was spending the summer with his grandparents That's in Port great. Townsend and the other was on an accounting internship in Juneau, Alaska. And for some reason, they were there at that exact moment in that four-month period that I was going up there. So it was like this crazy circumstance that, like, like it's so it's so mystical that you can't like explain it with like, oh, well, that's statistical. Like, yeah, yeah. Of course you're gonna see. Of course you're gonna end up there. Like, yeah. there's absolutely no reason that, that I should have been there with them. But you know, I think that certain people kind of have like this weird life bond. To where like they just continue to meet up and they continue to be a part of each other's lives even if it's um, for short stints of time. Yeah. We talked about we're like yo it hasn't even it's been a, about a year since we've seen each other. Yeah. Which is crazy to me because it feels like forever. And when I first met you in the army, I didn't know that that was how it was gonna be. Yeah. There's people that from the service that yeah. I I haven't been seen in yeah. since I was in the service. Yeah. Um, but it, it's really cool. And, um, 
you know, I really vibe with what you're saying about how you can, you know, we can get dropped off and do anything anywhere because it's the type of people that invest in the service yeah. that 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 kind of changes the game, like, like what, I, like I I know at least for me, like, I was a gutter motherfucker growing up. Like mm-hmm. I did not have much to my name. I had to scratch and claw for every single thing that I had. Um, I worked a full time job at fifteen. Uh, I was selling drugs by 16 mm-hmm. and not just pot like you know and this is in Idaho like God knows what hey. God, God knows what people were doing in hey. other cities and states I'm gonna tell y'all something tell <laughs> hey P time go down it's I'm serious I'm it was serious. it was weird because you don't have anything else to turn yeah. to in those small towns like you turn to drugs and alcohol because you you don't have much maybe you don't have much to do or maybe we're just bad kids I don't know but um 18 it was like a I need to figure out my life because yeah. if I don't figure out my life right now I'm gonna end up dead in a ditch or I'm gonna drive my car off a cliff which I've driven my car off a hill before not a cliff yeah. luckily enough so it's like it's like sometimes you need something to snap you out of it and the military does that and then it does that in great glory where it where it tells you that you're a piece of shit and it breaks you all the way down and it starts to build you up slowly yeah. over time. Um, and that's the kind of people that I grew up with in the army. Um, that's the you, the Rios, the Smith, the, you know, everybody who was kind of like down on their luck and needed, you know, a chance and the government gave them a chance by giving them a job. And it also instilled values into them that you can't learn from a textbook. You have to learn by fucking sweating and bleeding. Yeah. Like, you have to learn the hard way. You have to learn the hard way. And, and you don't get those values any, yeah. any other way. You know, and some people have the, the luxury of learning that in their, in their, you know, regular day-to-day lives. But the Army is like a, it's like a whip you in a shape starter kit. And not just physically, mentally. Yeah, if, let me tell you something. If you, if you, if you, if your mindset is fucked up, you know, like, man, I, I gotta, I gotta go do this to, to get to this, <laughs> man, look, the military had your ass, like you said, a starter kit, jump pass, all that yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, it's a fast pass at the yeah. fucking amusement park. Figure Skip that shit the out. line, dude. Yeah, <laughs> figure that goes, shit out. You go straight to the yeah. ride. You really do. That shit make you figure some shit out, man. That was my, you know, the majority of my time in, in, in the military, man, I learned about the finance game or understanding finances and and, and credit and preparing for the for those the long life run. skills though life like, skills what's crazy about fucking that life is skills, like, man. like why weren't those life skills being taught earlier in your mm-hmm. life yeah you know and and I think that this is something and this this isn't a, a, an attack on public education no, in general but I want to talk about it now that you mention it because. You know, those are things that you learned in the Army. Yeah. And thankfully so, because if you didn't learn them in the Army, who the fuck else was going to teach that to you, man? Like, those are life skills that, that should be taught in, a, in, in, in public education. Like, you can't, you, can't go through, you can't go through life not knowing how to buy a car. You know, like, when I, when I first got out of high school, or actually, it was my first car, I, I bought my first five cars. My mom, my dad, nobody ever bought a car for me. Like, I spent my own money that I earned on a car. And... I bought my first car wow. when I was like 16, Damn. and I had no idea how to purchase a vehicle. 
or how to get it checked out or what to do because that wasn't you know the environment that I grew up in and like that would have been a really good thing to know or how to cook how to cook man like you grew up with your family like I know yeah. you your your southern cooking is insane like you're a great cook yeah. my family like we didn't cook like I never learned how to cook so and then I joined the army and the army cooked for me I was down at the defac every day and after that I was on the ship and the ship cooked for me and then after that I got out into the real world and I was in the restaurant industry so the restaurant cooked for me and then I got out of the restaurant industry literally six months ago and I'm like yo I can't cook can't cook <laughs> and I'm fucking 28 <laughs> like what and the boy can't cook y'all <laughs> nah I'm just playing no I know you can't <laughs> I've seen it you, he's got the you should see Lou he's got the Jack's got Jack's got the uh the, the, the pot simmering and he's yeah. like oh y'all ready to know what it is he's getting sexy with the food too he's like it's football Sunday I got this I got this I got this you should see every Thanksgiving every Thanksgiving I am ready for Lewis's fucking deep fried turkey hey. snapchat yo <laughs> cause that that shit looks good though too I've never had a deep fried turkey before yo yeah, I did two. I did two this year. I know you did. I, did two this year. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> I was jealous as hell. Dude, I wanted some of that. <laughs> yeah, I did two of them motherfuckers this year, yeah. man. But nah, man. Yeah, that's that's real talk, man. Like you, like not learning, not learning about the finances, man, and seeing yeah, seeing your mom struggle and shit, and you know you'd be like, damn, they they should teach you the game. And understanding what the hell is going on with your finances, but you know, my mom ain't never taught me that. We ain't get that in the public. Specifically, education. what would you like to learn? Like what, like, like specifically with finances? Like, like you talk about like credit and how everything works, mm -hmm. or like, like I think credit was a big thing for me. Yeah, credit was a big thing. Yeah, Cause but like, just un just understanding like what bill, the bills, and you know, cause. A lot of a lot of you credit gets fucked up from not paying. Yeah, well, and, well, I'm talking about just credit in general and like taking out lines of credit. Yeah, they let you do that. Yeah, yeah. And about a year ago, I was like crazy in debt, and and then I had I the the step for me was like recognizing it because mm -hmm. it, it gets away it gets away from you so quick. Yeah, like you gotta be like constantly thinking about that shit because sometimes it's easy to just pull out your credit card spend it yeah um but then you have to think about like interest rates and shit and like they don't teach you that in school yeah. so i wish they would teach you that like if they taught you about credit in general and say hey do you know what a 24 percent apr means let me talk to you about it well you're not gonna get that though bro you, you know in private schools you're getting that and you know it, and that's kudos to the private schools but you know public schools i do think public schools definitely need that shit because you know, it affects all of us. You know, whether the person that came out of private school, it probably put them in a different tax bracket, but, you know, if if everybody under him don't have no money and don't have no goddamn good credit, how's the person supposed to make? How they supposed to make their money? Well, they're not. And I think that what it ends up doing is it, it, it furthers the, the class separation issue that yeah. we have. You know, and, 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 and the rich get richer, and the poor get poorer because the poor continue to take out loans at 25% APR yeah. and end up paying hundreds and thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars in general on interest, yeah. which they shouldn't be paying in the first place, but they don't know any better. 
they're just taking out loans so they can get a car yeah. so they can get to point A to, from point A to point B um, you know where you know if mommy and daddy are co-signing on your credit you get a much better APR and if anything ever goes wrong they're going to just pay off you're the bill, pay off bill and you're never going to get late fees and you're never going to get hit on your credit report yeah. and you're never not going to be able to get that house because your credit fucking sucks because you went bankrupt like there's so many things man that are set up the way that our society is set up is set up for the rich to get richer and you know I went off on this um, and I hate doing this shit but like I went off on this on Facebook the other day and, and the only reason I went off on it is because I'm, I'm so passionate about it so I'm just going to drop it yeah. and I, I want to see how you feel about yeah, it yeah. so Netflix as a company last year and don't quote me on this number but I believe they made a about eight hundred and forty billion dollars profit. Mm -hmm. How much do you think they got taxed? I just throw out a number. Shit. In the U.S., just in the U.S. Probably, I wouldn't even. Probably about a bill, one billion. Zero. Zero dollars. Actually, they got a twenty-two million dollar rebate from the federal government. They made money on their taxes last year in the United States of America. Damn. How, like, like that, that to me, it doesn't sound right. It sounds fishy. Yeah. So when I read that, I was like, okay, this is fucked up. You know, so I went through and I did a ton of research. Totally factual. So all the other countries that Netflix operates out of, uh, Netflix did pay taxes for. But out of the U.S. alone, with all the profit that it makes from U.S. customers, did not get taxed single penny under a new law that was passed I believe it was this is the first year 2018 was the first year that that tax law came into play so you know I look at my paycheck you know and I, I'm not making crazy amount of money but I look at my paycheck I'm getting taxed like you know I got taxed like six six thousand dollars seven thousand dollars from the federal government last year you know if I'm paying seven thousand dollars and Netflix is making thousands of times the amount of money and income that I have like I think that I, I don't even want to quote the number I did it the other day it was like something like 3,500 times the amount of money that I make a year was like what their income is their, their net profit and they don't get taxed a single penny but I get taxed $7,000 like you have to like look at that and be like yo like this is fucked up yo that's crazy something needs to change yeah yeah cause like and that's and that's you know, we talk about free enterprise, yeah. and we talk about making your own podcast and saying like, "Hey, like I want to, I want to start up a business. I want to start up a podcast. I want to do, you know, this this microphone right here. This is you should be able to claim this. This is tax deductible. Like yeah. if, you're, if you're starting a business, that that should be something that you can do, um, which you can. But there should be more incentives for small businesses and startups, tax wise, yeah, to be successful, and 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 less incentives. For people like Netflix to hold a monopoly on the yeah. industry to where the only people that can compete with them are Disney. And the only reason Disney can compete with them is because they bought like five or six different, uh, they bought ESPN, they bought um, Hulu, they have all these different streaming services that they, that they bought so that they could compete with Netflix the giant. You know, so that, that just like, that just... Fucked me up the other day, but that's the rich get richer, the poor get poorer, and that's the mentality. And then you know Netflix now, nah, shit. Net, let me tell you, Netflix so raw, man. Um, when they came, when they first came out, 
Them motherfuckers didn't even have commercials. No. These motherfuckers got commercials like the movie dropping in the motherfucking <laughs> AMC. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they dropped the commercial for the Irishman, man, which is a three hour, two hours of the movie is good, then the third hour, you know, the last hour, that shit is just like, what the fuck? Well, anyway. Um, you finished the whole thing? I didn't get to the part where they was, was going to do what they had to do with. With, uh, I, got, I, got, I got about I got about two hours in too. I quit watching. Cause yeah, it cause, yeah, it was too much. I was like, oh man, I feel like I'm watching a bad version of The Godfather. But the the whole it wasn't movie, bad. It was yeah, great acting. It was great acting. But the whole movie is just to see you them kill Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck, man. You yeah. could have killed Jimmy Hoffa the first fucking part of the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> the fuck? Put the tool to his head. Yeah. <laughs> but these motherfuckers got commercials, man. And I seen this shit the other day. In after in the in like in the break of an NFL game and I'm like, what the fuck mm-hmm. is Netflix doing? Cause I remember when Netflix first came out, and you the only way you had to get that shit was with the DVDs. Yeah, yeah, you get them ordered to your house. You get right? them ordered to your house. Yeah, and you return them shit. Just how Amazon started off in the garage, mm-hmm. but these motherfuckers here then got into the scene and it's very efficient, like you said. For them to make that much money and not get taxed now because now you mean they claiming everything like what? Yeah, I mean and and, and that's I mean they're just making all this shit their money and look if if you have a great product like Netflix like dude I watch Netflix oh yeah no. I watch Netflix every other day at least and and I love I love the service and I'll happily pay for the subscription I'm down no. but I'm telling you that if you're making eight hundred forty billion dollars as a company your ass needs to get taxed Bro. and like. Like, what are the three things that they say are are uh, are law? Like, what death taxes and what, what is it? No, <laughs> uh, what is it? Fucking, <laughs> I can't remember. No, no I, I I can't remember either. Yeah, but but anyways, uh, you know, that needs to happen for someone as big as them, because what that enables them to do is it enables them to make more profit, yep. and they make more profit, and spend more money on shows, and they buy out more companies. And then they, they grow into this fucking mega superstar company that can charge whatever that they want for our subscription. They can do whatever they want to us because they have control over the entire market. And that's where free enterprise, like this American dream of like you can be anything that you want, stops. Yeah. Because it's a big corporation that's just looming over you telling you, no, there's no other, like if you try to start a subscription service, oh, you, you ain't gonna do it. You ain't gonna do it. You couldn't, you couldn't they're gonna shut it. you down. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna run you so fucking far out of business that you're never ever gonna be able to get started. Yeah, that's fucked up. You yeah. wouldn't even put the pen to the pad. It'd be over. You, you can't even compete. That's that's crazy, man. They getting paid that much money. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 nuts, man. And not getting taxed. Yeah. Um, Netflix robbing the fuck. Out of America. Yeah. Uh, and Flint still ain't got no water, y'all. I just want y'all to know. And Flint still don't have no water. Hey, Detroit, Detroit is still the poorest city in America. Funny shit that you mentioned that. Did you see uh, on Netflix? <laughs> oh, did you do the fucking That show? documentary? That's crazy. Uh, what was it? Was it Rotten or was it... Um, I forget what it was. But they were talking about the water in Flint. And they were talking about how Nestle is taking the, uh, the water out of the aquifer like five miles from Flint they're filtering it out in a plant 
and it's completely filtered water. And then instead of giving it to Flint, they're bottling it and then selling it to the American public and overseas. <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah, man, they're taking water straight from Michigan, <laughs> and then they're they're uh, filtering. So they they I mean they use their money to to build a big processing plant, and uh, they're they they did give support. You know, to Nestle's kudos, they did give support to Flint. They they you know, they sent in a bunch of water bottles and stuff, but instead of you know fixing the problem, which is you know having a better water filtration system you know, for the city of Flint, they take their water, like from all the Great Lakes and shit, because there's so much water that's underneath the earth, they drilled and took their water, and then, which is a free resource, by the way, uh, if anybody didn't know, water is water a free, free resource. resource. Definitely. Um, they filtered it. Will. They filtered it, and then they add these little pro-packs. I call them pro-packs, because they're little, um, they're little nutrient or mineral packs, you know, you know when you get a Dasani, mm-hmm. and you drink a Dasani, every single time it tastes the same? You know how it tastes the same every single time? Dasani water. Yeah, yeah. It's because they have these nutrient packs that they put in the Dasani waters that make it taste the same every single time. So that's why Dasani tastes the same, because it's all the same nutrients over and over and over and over. And so that's what Nestle does with their bottled water, and then they fucking sell that shit back to the public, to Flint, and to every other American... Um, city or um, state that, that needs bottled water. And then what they do is they take that shit overseas and do, they do the same, same shit, shit in Africa. They do the same yeah. shit everywhere. Instead of fixing problems like, you know, pumping water out of the ground, building, um, you know, water filtration plants and distributing clean, healthy drinking water for which should be a human right to people, especially in America. I mean, we're living in a first world country. That should be a, that should be a right. I think that's why people got so up in arms about it. They're they're selling it for a profit, and and that that just like, I I feel like that just strikes a bad chord, in general. Like it like, it, yeah. it, it's like twisting the knife, because they're taking the water from Michigan, <laughs> like literally, literally like five miles five north. miles north. Yeah, I want to know exactly where they're going. And don't quote me on that, but it's it's very very close to Flint they're actually taking the water from and they did provide a lot of aid to them but it's it's crazy to me <laughs> that's fucked up yeah and they're, they're making billions and billions of dollars and the worst part about all of this is that the plants that they have mm-hmm. that they're creating uh, all these water bottles at they're creating the plastic right so there's a lot of chemicals that get pumped in the air while they're creating the plastic bottles and p- doing the packaging for the plants for the water and doing adding the mineral packs and all that bullshit and also the ramifications of you drink a bottle of water and then you throw the plastic bottle away yeah. and then the plastic sits in a landfill and the plastic sits there for years and 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 doesn't decompose so you have you know places in Africa that have so much plastic that they just have graveyards of like trash that are because they don't have anywhere to put it yeah and it's like right outside of these cities and it's like it has all the craziest diseases and whatever you know and and kids go through these 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 graveyards of trash and plastic and all these nasty needles and fucking and all these yeah. terrible things to pick up shit for recycling so they can get paid for it so like that's their job every single day is to go and get stuff from these 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 landfills that they can sell yeah 
like bottle caps or what you know. I don't, I'm not exactly sure what they grab from it, but um, it, it's so wild to me, man, that instead of just fixing the problem, you're just you're so worried about the fucking money, yeah. you know, the profit. Guys, courage is king. His new book coming out. <laughs> Sorry. Fixing the fucking problem. Just fix the problem. Fix the fucking problem, man. Yeah. I fucking agree, man, with you on that shit, man. Like, that's fucked up. You know, we yeah. s- we sit here and think about a lot of shit, man. It's, it's crazy. Like, you say, like, and it's a lot of money. And we was having a discussion like this in my office, man, and we were talking about, um, how it's a, a lot of motherfuckers in America that you think is rich is not really rich. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't own gold. Because gold is still, gold is still relevant. Um, we started talking about the trade factor of shit trade. Like, back in the day when motherfuckers used to trade shit. Like, when you, hey, I trade you this fur for it. Um, for food and shit like that. Same concept. We've been we still doing the same concept. But <clears throat> we start talking about the Jewish, start talking about a lot of uh different other ethnicities that actually own gold. So if it would if it would ever if it was ever a time when they would be like, We're gonna pull the plug on paper money, it'll be a lot of broke millionaires. Yeah. Because not too many motherfuckers are invested into gold or invested into something that they can actually trade because at, at some point in time, I don't know if it's going to happen. Uh, I definitely don't think it's going to happen while we're alive or even when uh, the kids and our grandkids are probably alive. But it's going to be a point when it's going to go back to where it's just going to be straight. I trade you this, you give me this. Yeah. And if you don't have a financial foot into the door, Right, with having these plants and shit, and I think that's why a lot of these plants are not built because it's not—it's not to make us better. Like you say, it, it ties into everybody has uh up goal where I'm just trying to make sure my shit is straight. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and I don't even think it plays in too much. Of, you like, think it's like instant gratification? Yeah, it's like not people even... People want to get that money really yeah. fast and then they don't care about what happens afterwards. Yeah, because I don't even think it goes, you know... You know, we like tend to keep saying it's racist. I think racism has a lot. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's just... Individual... Individuality. Like, how you fucking say it? Like, the individual person. Mm-hmm. Selfishness. No selfless service, selfishness, because it's like, I don't give a fuck if that person is poor. I'm going to continue to do what I got to do because I know my whole family, I, we, we at what we at, so I'm going to take care of my whole family, my bloodline, which is understandable, but at the same time, I don't give a fuck about everybody else. I think that's, it's not... I think and that thing that that plays more to the part of also with racism and like dividing the rich being rich and the poor being poor because you can have black motherfuckers that's rich as fuck you think they about to come back to goddamn Compton and be like hey let's move these houses hell no <laughs> you know what I'm saying like hell no 
No. No. You know what I'm saying? So you, you get to a point and it's not, a lot of people say, man. After that, it's not black, it's not white, it's, it's not, not Puerto yeah. Rican, it's not Indian, it's not anything. It's about humans being humans That's it. and humans being greedy yeah. um, and wanting to keep that money. Um, this shit is not going to change. Well, how much money is too much money? Like what? Like at what point do you just turn off the switch and you're like, okay, I have enough money. You know, I'm sure that threshold is different for everyone, but like, how much money for you is too much money to where you're like, okay, I, I don't need any more than this money. Like, I'm going to take my money and I'm going to start to really, really help other people. That, that, you, shit, you answered that. You answered it for me. When I get to the point, when I get to the point where, well, for one, when I get to the point where I stop loving myself, and I start loving money more than when I'm loving myself, that's too much money. Do you think that's like a cancer though? And it like, I feel like it, sometimes it just it becomes this like game with yourself, and it like it pulls people in this like this this marketing fueled greed. Because I think it's like, I mean, you look on TV and you see fucking Rolex commercial, and then you hear about you know uh, diamonds, Zales yeah, diamonds. You hear about fucking Jay Z rapping about you know driving slick cars uh. and having Beyonce as a wife. <laughs> like, like you, you, you wonder at like you know at what point for you is is the the point where you turn off the switch and you say hey I want to you know give give away to help humankind. So did you see that uh, Jeff Bezos the he's the CEO of Amazon. Mm-hmm. He gave away like ninety eight million dollars the other day. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. He gave away $98 million, um, and I think it was, uh, no, I know that it was to help homelessness. So it was some sort of charity to kind of help uh, homelessness, and he started his own, you know, kind of... Well, are, we, are they going to help, are they helping homelessness? Because, you know... Who knows where that money goes? Yeah. <laughs> you can, shit, you can give nine, you can give 98000 I mean, $98 million. Who are you giving $98 million to? Exactly. The charity was going to... Uh, do with it as as they will. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, I read a statistic right after that. You know, people were like, "Look, it's you know the rich people give back too." Because uh, yeah, people were flaming me because I was talking about the taxation thing that I was mm-hmm. talking about earlier to you. They were like, "Look, Jeff Bezos gave back you know ninety eight million. Like rich people care too." And then I I looked up a statistic on like how much money that he had, and if you make if you make like I think it was like fifty or fifty five thousand dollars a year, that was like giving away like hundred and seventy five bucks to Jeff Bezos. Giving away ninety eight million. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to think about all the billions that he has on top of that and it's like, yo, like what are you gonna do with that man? Yeah. Like I don't even know what you're gonna do. That's too much money to spend. Like you you couldn't spend the money fast enough for how fast that it's coming in yeah. if you were the CEO of Amazon. Like, I could not spend my money fast enough, so why why not just, like, start boom, 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 giving allocating, it away. allocating the charities and, and trying to rise, you know, raise the population and the status quo. Um, it's, it's, a really weird, it's a really weird time that we live in. I think that it's progressively getting more and more divided, not, um, not only... It's not only a race thing, you know, how, how there are a lot of issues with with race going on now, but I think that a lot of the issues with race is class yeah. and the same conversation. 
because I think that I, I truly believe that in the early stages of America that different classes or I'm sorry different races were set up for failure and they were put into poverty and then that class system kind of took off and they started separating more and more and more so like you know people talk about rich white privilege like that shit's real because yeah. those are the people that were that were made to succeed from the start and I think that nowadays they're only being their agenda is only being progressed because it's like a train that can't stop because they're already there and that they're getting tax breaks from the federal government and they're earning interest on their money and they're investing in stocks that are going up in prices and then selling them and making millions of dollars. Like, there's there's so many different advantages, like starting a business. You know, imagine trying to start a business if you're broke. You can't start you anything can't start. for yourself. Yep. You, you're just in the hole. You're always, always, always in the hole. And you're going to be a prime target because the money going to come and be like, oh, yeah, I give you this money. Mm-hmm. But you're going to pay this interest rate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're, they're going to fuck you further and farther and farther. Um, as to where if you have the money to put down in the first place, you're not paying anybody's anything. Um, the bank is paying you to have money, which is kind of a weird thing. You have to have money to make money. It's one of the oldest things out there. America, cold motherfucker. <laughs> I'm being honest, man. It's just it's a cold motherfucker, man. Yeah, you know, I I like the I like the idea of free enterprise. Mm-hmm. So being able to like start your own business and be able to um, you know compete with different businesses and emerge as the best if you work harder and you have better ideas and you have better ingenuity and like have all these things. But what there are certain there's certain rights that American people should have being in the country that we have. So, like, for me, you know, I, I, my political agenda is is totally out there. Like, I'm a huge Bernie Sanders supporter, mm-hmm. and I love Bernie Sanders because he talks about a lot of things like healthcare that should be a universal right. Like, I can't, I can't see somebody who's suffering medically and and not want to help them. Like. And if we do help them, which they do have the right to get help nowadays, like they can go in and get help, but they're paying off hospital bills for the rest of their lives. Mm. And it plays into exactly what we we're just talking about. How, yeah, if if you're if you're eating bad food because you live in a food graveyard and the only place that you get food is the fucking gas station or the Fiesta Mart that has fucking expired food that is bad for you, that's all processed. And killing. You get sick. You get sick. And then you get diabetes. Cancer. And then you get cancer, and then you go into the doctor, and you don't have medical insurance. So then you get fucking charged full price for every single medication and every single thing that is going wrong with your body. And then you're so buried in debt that you can't even dig yourself out. You can't even live a normal life because you have medical bills and you have people knocking at your door and you have people garnishing your wages. As to where you're rich or if you have a great job um, or you're able to afford college so you can get a great job or whatever the case may be you have medical insurance you don't have to worry about that stuff you're not paying all of these outrageous prices Medicare should be a right for all and that's another step of like making the, the wage gap equal you know I call it a um, undercover controlled population yeah it, it, I love I love like that you said undercover because it is it's undercover like a motherfucker man it's undercover controlled population mm-hmm. 
I'm not going to go to the far extent like where you have a China where you can only have a certain amount of kids. And mm-hmm. if you have so many kids, you know, they get, they doing away with them. Um, and I was also looking at some shit that's going on in China, man, where you have, you know, we look at a lot of shit on our side. It's like how they probably get a lot of shit on our side. Mm-hmm. But you have a lot of places in uh, Shanghai, um, what's, uh, what's the capital? What's the capital? Uh, Hong Kong? Hong Kong. My bad, Hong Kong. Sorry, y'all, yeah, I'm in brain fart. Um, and you got families, man, that stand in buildings. The whole house is about the size of this damn room. Kitchen, uh, and these are supposedly economical apartments with a rate of what they paying for what somebody that's staying in the high rise. And the only reason why they paying for that is because the building is probably brand new and it's a high rising building, and they paying taxes on the building for wow. the building to stand up. Um, yeah, man. It's, is that it's, why they're? Is that why the protests and everything are going on? And going yeah. On? Just because like the the conditions of the living. conditions of living is crazy. Yeah. You know, so you look at how many people they you know we like to compare ourselves to how fast China is moving up, man. A lot of people don't understand. You know, they moving up, man. They moving up. They putting shit up and not realizing that they putting shit up to 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 secure a whole family. You know what I'm saying? They just putting shit up and moving along. Uh, you know, because the majority of their property is built. The government has to say something. They're, it's, it sounds like they're building too quick and that they're, they're trying to, they're trying to advance too quick into the modern world um, with billions of people at their disposal. Yeah. Um, that are kind of like just falling victim to whatever yeah. they say is right. And they're using them. They're using. They're using. They're using families. They're putting families in. And I'm telling you, bro. I was looking at the doc. They show some shit because it's coming out of on um one of the TV shows on 60 Minutes, and you can see, man, it's crazy, man. Cause I'm like, they stand in the housing. Yeah, they stand in fucking shoe boxes, man. In fucking shoe boxes, bro. So. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy that. I mean, when you talk about our standard of living over here, uh, how fortunate it is to be in America. Yeah. Where that where that shit is like, you know, at least at least you have some help. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think there are so many different people around the world that don't they don't even have a they don't even have a fighting chance. So. Man, I'll feel selfish about talking about America like that, but I mean, because there's so many people that are just like so that their misfortune is so huge. The, uh, the world is fucked up. Yeah. The monk used to say, "It ain't just it ain't what's going on on the corner over there. It's the same shit that's going on on the corner in goddamn Egypt. It's just that it's, it's it's a different it's a different terrain. It's a different scenario, but the same." Concept, same key players, same, same key players, same concept, and, and same motives, same motives. Yeah, like everybody's just trying to get paid. Yep, that's it. 
Yeah. Motherfucking, motherfucking Earth is a fucking big ass dollar sign, man. Money, money over everything. Yeah. <laughs> money over motherfucking. It sounds, it sounds, it sounds cliche. You know, talking about fucking, it's money over everything, but like, it's really what it is for yeah. like, for, for most of the world. Yeah. You know, because if you have money, you can have whatever you want. And and what that really is saying is, it's not money. Money is a symbol. It's not money. It's me over everything. Me, 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 yep. me, me. Like people are always saying, like, I am the the movie star. This is my fucking movie. It's me over everything. You know, and whether you're in Hong, Hong Kong or Sydney or San Francisco or Berlin, it's it's the same shit. Mm. Everybody everybody operates the same way, and I think that I think the people that get ahead are the ones that are kind of cutthroat with it. Gotta be cutthroat in, in that kind of business because you can't be the CEO of Amazon if you're paying all of your fucking employees $25 an hour to work in your warehouse. You're gonna pay them 12 and they're gonna like it because they need that job. <laughs> like, but it, it, it has to be balanced. Yeah, it has to be balanced. Well, that's and that's life, you know. Like, everything in life has to be balanced. Like, I think about this all the time because, like, not, not only with money but with love respect mm-hmm. friendship like every single like little portion of our life even you know your physical like physical training or, or whatever it, everything's balanced you know there's physical training and then there's rest and there's love and then there's separation yeah. you, need, you need a little bit of everything so the more balance that we can all find in our lives whether it be financially or you know charity wise yeah. Being a good human to other people, helping other people out, and then also having that balance to be like, "Hey, I haven't looked at myself lately. I'm gonna take care of myself yeah. today." Um, but having all of those different, you know, all those different aspects of life over every single every single topic that we could ever talk about is is all about balance. It boils all down to balance. balance. Fucking balance. <laughs> Tijin talk. Right, players and players. Just to conclude our show, I'm gonna wrap this thing up. I had the homie. Uh, it was it was honor, man. It was yeah. uh, it's great conversation. Yeah. We clearly can go on for about goddamn three four hours. I'm serious. I'm We clearly go on for about three four hours, man. But we're gonna break this thing up because um, I'll be selfish not to let them at least get an hour of sleep. Uh, Nah, man, you know, I want to send y'all the right way, though. Um, I'm going to miss you. Um, take care of yourself. Um, uh, my brother about to do a good journey, man. So I, I, I call it a, um, a, mind, a, cl- a mind cleanser. <laughs> if you look at it for real, though, it's a mind yeah. cleanser. It's, it's a, sure. it's a um, culture cleanser. Um it's just a soul cleanser period because he's about to in, he's about to embark on a lot of things that um, just gonna change some perspectives in how he looks at life. Um, I think we all should do that at some point. Um, whether it's just getting out of your city, um, getting out of your couch, getting off your couch, or getting you know getting out of your house and just and just opening up your mind to what the world has to offer. Um, he's about to embark on a, on a good year journey. Um, I would love to be inside the backpack that he's going to be carrying. 
but I know you're gonna come back and share a lot of stories. Um, and I'm telling you, it's a book in the it's a book in the making, brother. Uh, make sure you document the shit, man. Whether it be in your mind or whatever the fuck you got to do, bro. But document that shit, man, because the world wanna hear that shit. This is gonna go a lot of places that a lot of people don't that can't go. Uh, un the unfortunate and uh, the unfortunate has to hear some of that shit because you know we all they dreams. That they go to bed and they, they, they wake up to them and some of that shit is not going to happen. Um, there's kids right now that's not going to fucking make it to where they want to be at, man. And that's reality. That's life. Um, so, man, the world needs to hear that shit. You know, so enjoy it, man. Wish you nothing but the best, my brother. Be safe. If I got to come fuck up Australia, well, the fuck you going? <laughs> I'll be there in the heartbeat. Um, uh, Thanks. Thanks again. Um, thanks for having me on the podcast. Yeah. This has been like so much fun, like really, really yeah. good conversation. Um, if anybody wants to see where we're going, we're you know we're doing Australia, India, um, you know all of Southeast Asia. We're gonna do China, China, New Zealand, um, and then we're gonna end up right back here in LA. Uh, you can follow my girlfriend and I on Instagram at mindful underscore coconut um, kind of have like a health and fitness blog so it's uh, mindful coconut mindful underscore coconut on uh, Instagram uh, thanks again for having me well that's again mindful coconut <laughs> mindful coconut um, yeah brother anytime man I look forward to doing this with you again um, and much love brother until next time until next time, attention right. in the top. You have just listened to episode one of The Brigade, the podcast show hosted by your boy Jack. All of the episodes will be available on all podcast platforms. Continue to tune in, continue to listen. Continue to support us. If you want to follow us, go to at Everywhere You Ain't TV, Instagram, at Everywhere You Ain't TV, Facebook. Go to our YouTube TV channel, at Everywhere You Ain't TV. Go ahead and subscribe. Look forward to speaking to you, sharing dialogue with you, and just keeping you up with the best and good content that is going to be given to you guys. God bless.